one, according to rankings. But we don't want to take none of that. We want a, a good game against a good team, and we're still humble, and we don't want to be ranked. We want to be out of the top 25, because we're still hungry. And when we're hungry, we eat. You brought the crowd back this week. Yeah, I mean, the admission was free. That's the only reason we have a crowd, trust me. <laughs> I'm excited, man. We got, we got the studio packed out. No more than 25 in here, so we're all good to go. Yeah, we're definitely, everyone is social distancing in this 13 by 13 room, possibly. And we have 20, 25 in here. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And we're actually SDing, as the kids say. Uh, hello, Kenny. What's up, man? Yeah. Oh, Will. Oh, what's, what's, up? what's up? I'm sorry, man. I was looking at my phone. Yeah, uh, we're back. We're we freaking are. back. This is a podcast. We're um, in the middle of a podcast. It's a minute and 20 in. It's a strong opening. Um, it's called the Fire and Ice Pack Podcast because what's it about, Kenny? We are the most entertaining but least informative NC State Wolfpack Athletics Podcast. Yeah, if you're here for analytics, um, just basically don't cut it off because we still want to entertain you, but you're not going to get any of that. So, I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe from Ken, but, uh, no, I don't know. Yeah. Most likely not. Ken, um, your hat is, have you worn that one in here before? I really, yeah, I, I think so. Okay. I really like the, like the leather. Yeah. It's leather pretty snap back. Pretty sharp. Like man. a belt back. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back. We are live from the hooch or the hoochie as Kent said it. Um, <laughs> Kent has a, uh, Sippy cup tonight, which is which is fantastic. So, we're here to give you some podcasting regarding the NC State football, maybe basketball, maybe wrestling. Who knows? We're we're here to talk all things Wolfpack, but um, most likely we're just going to go off the rails and talk about some other completely different stuff. So, uh, Kent, we have social media. Sometimes uh, we're at Fire and Ice Pack Pod <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Um, so yeah, just give us a like. I think we're um, at like three ninety eight on Twitter, and we're on a quest for five hundred this season. So we need some help with that. So give yeah. us a like, retweet one of our um, our stupid tweets, and and we'll go from there. Yeah, five hundred is our goal. Uh, once we get to five hundred, I think uh, Twitter lets us uh, get a blue check mark. Get a blue check mark, maybe be verified. Yeah. I, I doubt that, but you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna hope for that. We're gonna <laughs> try. Yeah, we want to be verified. So uh, yeah, following us is a big thing, and and we know we have a responsibility to actually probably tweet a little bit more to get followers. So uh, we're we're always constantly working on that. Uh, can't just change the password on me all the time, so I don't tweet dumb stuff out. But you know, I get that. It's 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 understandable. So. Um, yeah, like, follow, subscribe, all the above. We ask you every show to do that. It, it always helps us out. It gives us a little clout and maybe makes our day a little brighter when you just uh, just throw that follow out. So um, the segment that everyone wants us to get to before we get to football is what we drinking. Yeah, what you got, Will? You want to start us off? Yep, so I have... An alcoholic beverage. It has 5.7% alcohol by volume. It is a pumpkin ale from the brewery called Montauk Brewery. Montauk is apparently a very ritzy and zesty place up near the Hamptons or part of the Hamptons. Don't know, never been there. Um, the It was imported directly from that brewery. I had a um, young lady, Kelly, go up there for a road trip. Actually went to the Hamptons last weekend. So can you imagine that pampered of a life, Kent? You ever yeah. been to the Hamptons? I have not. Okay. Well, this is a uh, pumpkin ale from that brewery, the Montauk Brewing Company, and uh, can't wait to try it. That was me opening the can. Wow, that was a big sip, Will. Oh, very thirsty. Man, that is fantastic. My favorite seasonal beer. Is a pumpkin ale. If you have a you have a seasonal beer that you're into, you like a winter, you like a uh, yeah, summer, nice summer, kind of summer session. What's, yeah, your, what's your favorite seasonal beer? I like to get like um, kind of those. I really really enjoy the grapefruit 
IPAs that come out in like mid spring. Mid spring to summer yeah. that you can just chill by the pool or take to the beach. Yeah. yeah. Huge fan. You would like a grapefruit. Um, it's delicious, man. The one at White Street in Wake Forest is fantastic. Yeah, major shots. They, they do have a very, very good one. But this one is awesome. This is one of the best. I've had some bad pumpkin ales. This is not one of the bad pumpkin ales I've had in my entire life. So, uh, can you look at, you're, you're rocking a Yeti? What's yeah. What's in your Yeti? I'm actually drinking a Reed's Craft Ginger Beer. It's all natural with extra ginger. It's actually fantastic. Zero percent alcohol. Gotcha. I didn't know you were going sober tonight. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I mixed it with some tequila. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, you did? Yeah. Was that, that, that house tequila? Yeah, house tequila here from uh, from Wheels Casa. Um, <laughs> and a little bit of hot sauce. Some, uh, some muddled... Ch- some, Shasta Cholula. Yeah. Some muddled mint. And, uh, did you bring mint over? Yeah, I brought mint over. I didn't see it. Did you and, grow that uh, mint yourself? Some hot, hot sauce. Yeah. It's a tequila mule. It's fantastic. Beautiful. You'll yeah. never drink vodka in it again. That's Let me fantastic. He also has a very long red straw. Oh, man, it's so good. I made him get the straw because uh, with a Yeti, you're going to hear his 40 cubes of ice in it yeah. <laughs> cracking every time he picks up his drink. So uh, That's awesome, man. I don't think you've ever had a, a mixed drink on the pod in 30. This is, by the way, this is 30, episode 34. 34, yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. this is your first one I think you've had a cocktail on. So, you're getting spicy in it. I like it. I saw you pour Five shot glasses of tequila in there, so uh, R.I.P. your drive home. Uh, just kidding, Holly. So, we are here to talk about a football game that we had last weekend. Who did we play, Kent? We played Pitt. Pittsburgh, yep. Um, famously, the Taylor Swift hometown that I didn't know. Or home state, well, Home me. state, Home yeah. state, home mm-hmm. state. Um, everyone loved our Pittsburgh Music Fest or Pennsylvania Music Fest last week uh, after Kent told me that Pittsburgh is not a state. So uh, we we had a game. We uh, we were I was I think if you listened to last week's episode, which I'm sure six of you did, um, I was I was worried. I, I I think the the spread was what Kent like 14? 14 points. Yeah, it was fourteen. And I said just go ahead and take Pitt. I, I thought they were gonna. I, my score prediction was thirty two. What did I say? 30, I don't remember. I think it was thirty. It was a fourteen point or fifteen point. Yeah, it, like it was right at that. But yeah, I um, had Pitt winning by ten. He yeah. did have Pitt by ten. I'm gonna pick against State every week now. about <laughs> <laughs> it. Um, so, Kent, do we win the game? We did in like quite amazing fashion. If I yeah, it was it was a little dramatic. Yeah. Um, two can, come from be- two come from behind touchdown drives in the fourth quarter. I mean, jumping out to a, a, a relatively good lead early on after the second play of the game went for like a 75-yard touchdown by Pitt. It was just – you. We, we got to cover the first thing first that you said you were going to ask me, and this is a weekly, oh, this is a weekly segment. And Did you actually watch the game? I actually watched the game. Did you watch the whole game live? I actually watched the whole game live. Did you pause it and like check Twitter and then get on and watch the second half? I actually watched the whole game live. Well, that's impressive, Will. So this is my first one this year. Um, you would think someone with a... I would have thought that you would have been too nervous to watch that particular game live. Like, I get... Like, I know I've, I've seen your... Uh, I've seen some of the the, the snaps and, and Instagram stories of you watching basketball live. <laughs> and, like, I would have thought that that They're game dramatic, would have been a little sure. bit too stressful for you on Saturday. Yeah, it was tough. I, got, I did somehow get behind... A, for all the haters out there, I did not pause it or, or, or switch to another. I got behind. Oh, you did. Point. I remember but that. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get that. a little later. But um, yeah, Kent always knows when I cut the game off because I our our text thread is hyperactive. Like you want to cut your notifications off. It's so hyperactive during a during a football or basketball game. And actually, I do have my notifications off for this thread. It's muted. Um, so I'll go look at my phone and then I'll see my green messages box and it's, all of a sudden it has sixty two on red and like. <laughs> Dude, do I even want to go through all these? <laughs> and, uh, but um, yeah, I, I did stick with it. Uh, I told myself I would this week because I've been a honestly a shit fan for the first uh, couple weeks. So yeah, I did, and I um, you know I have my traditional when I watch a game, I have my live game blog. So I'm not gonna run through that whole thing, but let's run through the game. Um, you know, you alluded to the first part was uh, I almost almost I mean I'm holding my fingers. You could see how small of a gap between my thumb and my forefinger are here. Cut it off after that first team. I wonder how many state fans cut it off after that. I was <laughs> about to be part of that percentage, but 
Then I saw that second drive. That first one was, I mean, we're, we can't harp on it to be negative because ultimately it was a W, but that was one of the worst blown coverages that I've seen in a really long time in a football game. But um, it was like, I, I don't know what, there was a defensive just a misassignment, yeah, and, you know, it, it's going to happen. It's just, it sucks to happen on, you know, what was the second play of the game? Yeah, second yeah. play of the game, I think it was a 75-yard touchdown pass, but the guy was completely, like, with, I don't think he had 20, a uh, guy, like, 20 yards from him when he caught the ball. No, he definitely did not. So, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was almost my breaking point, but, you know, we prevailed, I prevailed through it at least, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of, I hope a lot of state fans prevailed through it as well. But to back that up with the response, it was a 16-play drive. Or is there a 17-play. 17-play drive. I heard the announcer yards. say it one way, and then the box score was different. But but <clears throat> I think the theme of this game, and I've got this in my note, is that the amount of penalties and that aided us to even be in this game. Um, well, I think that's that's kind of an overall thing that yeah, yeah, you know yeah. we talked about that before the before the week is that hey you know they play a lot of man man to man are we gonna be able to challenge their corners and we did and we we get, you know it paid off at some points but it more paid off but the amount of pass interferences they did well I mean that's what happens when you throw the ball down the field though yeah no I, I you, you throw the ball down the field you, you had those you had those penalties but then you also had um, the hard count penalties. the hard count penalties yeah. too that were like. And, and if you look at the actual penalties, I think it was 13 to 10 pits. I mean, it's not like it was a huge advantage one way or the other. No one can look that up. Way, I mean, it, it I sounds, know, sounds right, but no, I, um, we can't look it up. But when you take shots down the field, uh, especially with that one-on-one coverage, I mean, there's usually only two things that's going to happen, a big gain – or three things, big gain, incompletion, and maybe you get lucky and get some PIs, which we did. Yeah. Uh, early and often um, during that game. So that was nice. That was a big drive, too. Six minutes and 21 seconds. Gave the defense a chance to, like, really catch up with the with the staff. Make sure they knew their assignments. Yeah, when which, we, which we did not give the defense that break uh, in the third quarter, but we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, that uh, ended up with a TD to match them up. Got a, got a field goal. Um, you know, I think the the D at first looked really really nice. I, I commented I commented that Pickett looked shaky. That was a that was a bad take uh, before he finally unloaded on us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the five offside. We have five true five offside penalties in a half. I mean, that's insane. Taking advantage of that. Yeah. Taking advantage of that. It was all about their aggressive defense. I yeah. mean, they're they're wanting to get after the quarterback and trying to time snap and. Um, we did a good job of kind of keeping them off balance there for sure. Um, oh gosh, when Pitt started making those, <clears throat> we couldn't hold on to the ball in the second quarter towards the end of it. Um, from a possession standpoint, you know, we were forcing us to punt and everything like that. Uh, quick drives and Pitt drops it, brings it back to 17 13 going into half, and I'm pretty nervous. Yeah, and, and before that, the one big note that I think I, have, I don't. I haven't listened to any other pack podcast, but I, I know that this has been a big sticking point. That uh, that miss from Anthony Smith on that oh, just man. beautiful throw hit him right in the numbers, and you know he got behind the defense twice in the game. He did, which um, I think uh, listening to another IPS, I think he was only in, or maybe it was he was only in maybe like two or three snaps, and both times he got, got he got loose. looks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was a killer. I thought I thought that one was going to be the one that was going to come back and bite us. Like that was. I mean, I know we'll get into some other ones, but that, that I thought that was the one. I was like, man, if at the end of the game we look back, that's going to be the one. It's like this kid just didn't make the catch, but you know, it, it happens. I mean, it's he's a it's a freshman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True freshman. True freshman. Yeah, and then you know we we came out of the gates um, running the ball pretty effectively in the first quarter, and then that just like the first quarter. Pit defense didn't look like the pit defense that uh, we had heard about. Right? Yeah, yeah, and I know on, on on Twitter everyone was you know making jokes regarding the pit defense, like oh they're so supposed to be the eighty five Bears or whatever that may be. I think that was a Josh Goodson um, tweet that I was reading, but yeah, I mean that's all we heard was we're gonna get you know they're gonna get they're gonna sack us eight times. They're gonna get a. a Incountable amount, uncountable amount of uh, QB pressures, and yeah. just didn't see that. Our didn't offensive happen, line yeah. definitely held up. Offensive line played well, especially coming off the shit performance that they 
throughout against Virginia yeah, Tech. Against VT, absolutely. Like, they had pass protection down. It was a whole a whole other ball game for those guys. Can we talk about, um, before we get into the second half, can we talk about the targeting penalty that wiped out the pick, pick six? six? Yeah, that was unfortunate, but I thought it was a good call. It was a good call. Yeah. Um, some would say that they expect, you know, people expect us to say that that was a bad call and, oh, it should have been picked. It, it was that was freaking targeting. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he necessarily went in there. He didn't and go in to do for it, the kill, but he tried. To, I agree. With I you. mean, he was trying to block the pass at the same time. He so was. It's a freshman too. I mean, he's gonna learn. Yeah, true freshman. I, Absolutely. That, that I like playing aggressive. It's gonna be really you know? good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So seventeen, thirteen and a half, like you said. Tell me, tell me your thoughts about the second half. Well, I mean, I thought we were going to have to come out and try to reestablish the run game. And, I mean, and they tried the first couple of drives with uh, running the ball on first down and then having to throw it twice because we were not getting anything. Nothing. Um, and so that's going to – I mean, that's a little bit of a concern. I think that, you know, you probably saw Pitt was trying to take that away and, and, and nobody's really ran the ball that effectively against Pitt this no, year. No, so, I mean. We, we've got to try to make sure that we can keep that in our arsenal moving forward, but I don't think we'll play a defense that's as good as Pitt the rest of the year either. So, I mean, I think that's that's something for us. Yeah, agreed. The third quarter, uh, I wish we could just put in a, a box and, God, bury, it was and terrible. bury that shit. Just, it, was, it was terrible. Just inaccurate uh, inaccurate throws, bad calls on third down where we're, we're calling a run play on like a third and five, a third and six. We had a, a, a couple bad calls on that, and – I heard I saw Twitter was a kind of a blaze with some Tim Beck hate on that with uh, you know he's just not a reliable play caller you know the jury's still out on that I mean I think he I think I, I think overall he, he ran a great scheme yeah I mean I thought the game I thought ultimately you know looking back at the game and the stats I mean I thought that we had a uh, a pretty solid game plan against one of the best defenses in the country I mean nine players okay this is before the half that I made a note so I, I no one could look up. Who actually, how many people actually caught a pass? But we had nine players caught a that caught a pass before the half. Nine players. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that. That's true. It's true. I don't know about that, Will. It's true. Um, it could. Can be. you even name nine people on the team that can catch a pass? Um, you know what? We'll, we'll do that next week. Once <laughs> I, can, once I can pull up the roster. Um, so, but well, um, I mean, I think like I think part of the problem in the third quarter is like. In the first quarter and the fourth quarter, the pack was pretty aggressive with the play call, and then I think during the second and third quarters got a little conservative with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we kind of picked that up, and um, you know ultimately, uh, Pitt's offense came around, and Pickett was I mean he was on fire in the third quarter, not only with his arm, but he was getting the crucial first downs with his legs. Pickett was lighting us the hell up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for and- a period of time during like the third quarter, and and even like through the fourth quarter, that dude was balling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a reason he was on whatever the, is it the Maxwell watch list. Before was he really? That? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. You can't look it up, but mm-hmm. you know. Um, but by the way. Just I can research this. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, we had nine people catch a pass in that game. Now, you know, and we also targeted two extra receivers. We had eleven receivers targeted. CJ Riley didn't catch his ball, and let's see. Oh no, I'm just kidding. Just ten, but nine different players caught him. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. I like that scheme. <laughs> Spread it around, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But um, but yeah, I was worried. Pickett was carving us up. I think that was I said that probably three times during our text thread. Yeah. But uh, yeah. but you know what the the big thing that happened was um, us finding. I think the overall thing was other than you know the nine thing, the nine different receivers. What we talked about last week was. Let's find our wide receivers, and we found them. Ameko yeah. Mezzi finally did his thing. Yeah, and uh, his ability to kind of catch the back shoulder throw on the sideline is pretty so fantastic. It's really reminiscent of Kelvin Harmon and Ryan Finley back there. Um, so that was cool. Um, what about what, what are your thoughts on uh, the usage of Kerry Anshaline? That dude will play on Sundays. Um, he's a he reminds me of shout outs to Crockett who will have voicemail later. He reminds me of a uh, Kyle Rudolph type that he's not going to get a lot after the catch and he's not that he's not that athletic, but 
damn, he is going to catch the ball, and he's a big boy, and yeah. it, he's going to be tough to cover. Yeah, Devin Carter had a big game, too. Yeah. Uh, Thayer showed up for the mm. first time in, um, in two seasons. Yeah, so the, that, was that cool. fourth – so the, I got that in my note. That fourth down catch for Thayer, I mean, saved us the game. I mean, there, obviously there's a game winner, but having that – how about that one-handed grab by Devin Carter on third? I think that was a third down, wasn't it? It was like third was, 19 or something crazy. That was third down. That was disgusting. That was a, yeah, that was pretty. That was a pretty dope catch. But in the end, we had a revelation. Yeah. And some would call him a savior. But we, in this podcast, we call him the God. And that is our boy since day one. Devin Leary. And Devin made throws that we we didn't see from him last year. Uh, we This has been a big, obviously with state fans, this has been the, the biggest the biggest kind of sticking point is Bailey winning that first game and then kind of shooting bad the second game. Devin coming in on mop-up duty and playing really well. Oh, shit, everybody thought Devin should have been the starter day one last he year. He was. Yep, uh, yep. We, we did. We said that. And, uh, you know, contact tracing and all that fun no, stuff. No, I'm saying day one, 2019. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Yeah. But of this year, um, he would have been. But, you know, contact tracing, COVID-19, all the fun stuff is, has led him to not get that start. But, man, he looked like a stud. Yeah. Dude was balling for sure. The throws that he made, now he had, and we, we were talking about this, he had a couple overthrows. If he's going to do anything, he's going to overthrow you because he's got a fucking rocket for an arm, but he's not going to underthrow a receiver. But he had a couple overthrows that, you know, that you know even stopped drives from time to time. But overall, we have a new weekly segment, and it's how do we feel about the quarterback room at NC State in a song form. So what song would you play to tell us kind of our opinions on how we feel about the quarterback room right now? Sing it, Will. I already hit my note. I'm done. Excited is an understatement, I believe. Yeah, I mean, um, barring injury, no other quarterback touches the football field this season. God, I hope so. Um, that means that obvi- I mean, I think that 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 is in- that means Devin's going to have a good year. Yeah, you know, and I and um, I think, like you said, I think you made a great point in the fact that we we're not facing a Pittsburgh defense the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, and now that. Um, you know, hopefully with Devin's performance this week too. I mean, it's going to open that run game up moving forward because they're not going to game plan against the run. They're going to have to game plan for Devin as well, and it's just going to let Ricky and Bam go crazy. Yeah. Oh, and <clears throat> Jordan Houston. But um, yeah, man, I uh, I can't I can't be more excited. This could this uh, we were talking about doing a, a new segment with that, and I was saying that you know <laughs> Devin Leary could also you know pull a um. Uh, Name a bad NC State quarterback from when we were in college. Daniel Evans. He could also pull a Daniel Evans and just completely. Daniel Evans was, he was just fine. a kind of a game manager, but he, was he fine. I remember Daniel Evans winning two games for us. DC and Florida State. Yeah, yeah, uh, we were there, and um, you know, and we're gonna have a really depressing song. Maybe some Adele next week just to help us cope with. I would say a better comparison would be like a Marcus Stone. Ooh, <laughs> he was. I don't give you on the Marcus Stone talk. Marcus Stone was great when we moved him to tight end. Yeah, that's barely great. Um, but yeah, that's our new segment. We're, we're excited. I mean, that's, yeah. I think every state fan is. It's it's going to be a thing where, and he had really good. I don't know if you saw his interviews with the media on. I think it was it was either Monday or Tuesday, where he chatted with them, and he, you know, he sounded like he was. Super excited, but he knew he needed to get better in spots, which is great. I mean, I, I don't think he's a – he doesn't seem like a guy – you know, he was super highly touted when he came in. You know, he was the – what's that quarterback camp that – Elite 11. Elite 11, and 
Um, he seems like a humble dude, so and he, all he does is want to work to get better. That and sounds then very I, cliche, but... I mean, leads us on two touchdown drives to take the lead. Um, I mean, to have, what is it, a minute and... I think it was a minute 40, 41, no timeouts, because we no burned timeouts. them. Yeah, because we're burning them like <laughs> cigs at a frat party. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but, uh, come on. But, uh, yeah, overall... Scores easily, too. Like, yeah. the back shoulder throw to... Um, to Amezi in the end zone was just that was fantastic. Yeah, that's when I had gotten behind, and I think in our in our text thread I was like, um, I think your brother was at a, a bar, and he's like, man, the the pop was real here. I was like, the pop for what? The pop? Did he throw an interception? Did he throw a TD? So uh, that that was funny. My YouTube TV got a little behind, but it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it does that from time to time. Mine does it too. It I have to like kind of x out on the commercials and get it back to speed yeah, sometimes exactly. if I notice it. But overall, I mean, we beat a ranked team, and we can only look forward from here and hope that all this play can continue and we stay healthy. It's the most important thing in my mind. But yeah. um, we didn't really talk too much about the defense, but um, defensive line is still a big question mark in my mind. Very big. Um. They've got to do a little bit better job trying to get to the quarterback. Yeah, and we have, and we've we've talked about this with the three three five scheme, and you know, yeah, are, are they, we gonna make are we gonna make adjustments when have, we're not getting pressure? They've been, I mean, they've been playing, um, they've been playing kind of like uh, bringing that linebacker up, but right, but still, they've got to get a little bit. Well, especially whenever we dropped three guys into to cover, or uh, when we were only rushing three guys, just yep. the D line, it seemed like Pickett would either uh, find an open man with eight guys uh, playing pass defense, mm-hmm. or he would scramble for a uh, first down almost yeah, every time. Yeah, I mean, he's he's great with his legs. Now, know, when we when he we was brought, probably their leading rusher. I can't, I mean, you can't I look assume, that up, but yeah, I would yeah, assume. assume he was. Um, but when we brought pressure, I mean, it was good. We get, I mean, we were getting hurries. We weren't necessarily sacking the guy, but um, we had a, a plenty of hurries when we were being aggressive. But there was some times where we would just sit back and I'm just he just ate us up in the third and fourth quarter when yeah. we were sitting back doing that. Um, the other thing with defense is freaking Tanner Ingles' performance. Coming I mean, off that he injury. got he got at least uh, twelve cramps during that game. <laughs> at least twelve. No, no one can look up that. The actual I've never seen anybody go down that many times. He did. But he that dude he legit went down about four times, which is, I, I'm not faulting the guy for it. Maybe he did. He, he did need a break, and maybe he did have cramps. I don't think he was faking it, but yeah, for him to come back and look at one point, I had I thought he was done for. It looked like he was seriously hurt, and uh, came right back out. You know, dude walled out later. too, and his play was phenomenal. That, that guy is such a key to this defense, and I, I can't, I can't overstate that enough. Yeah, dude, balled out for sure. And having Peyton back made a, he had a couple blunders. <coughs> Peyton couple looked blunders. a little bit out of control on Saturday. He, did you see that one play where he, he, he tried like to he like snorts like an Adderall before the game? And you know, college kids can't. You were into that. Uh, college kids are are, are doing the, that that kind of stuff. He looks like he gets on an Adderall, and he's like. Hyper, hypered up during a game. Man. There was like, one play. Like, chill, chill back just a quick second, Peyton. Dude, there was this one play where it looked like he was trying to do parkour up the back of somebody. Did you see that? I did. It's like, what is he doing? It's like he's trying to run up and do a flip behind him or something. Like, there's like, no need for that. I was like, man. But um, good to have him back. I mean, he he did make he did make plays. He missed plays for sure. But to to have him back is in. You know, yeah, I mean, he was pumped. I, I appreciate the effort and the energy, but it was just kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but um, sure. you got any other thoughts on this game or you want to move on? I mean, it was a, well, was it a ranked win on the road? I mean, you got to count it that. It was a ranked win on the road, yes. Um, did you know that... He's um, undefeated after this? I don't know about that. He but. is undefeated after a ranked win on the road, but you got to think the sample size is very small. <laughs> Um, did you see that that was the first, um, like, I guess what you would call it like two minute drive style touchdown to take the lead in the fourth quarter since 2012? No. And who was the 2012? It was Glennon to Brian. What? No, was it? No, no, no. That no, wasn't was, Brian. Uh, that was Russell to Brian. No, it was Russell to Brian. It was, it was uh, Glennon in that Florida State game. Glennon to, um... Never, no one wants to hear us trying to think of a receiver's name. It doesn't matter. But, yeah, wow, eight years? Yeah. 
I mean, we harped on it pretty hard whenever we were having all those conversations about Ryan Finley at one point anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Well, so, that was cool. Let's move on. That was last Saturday. Let's uh, go into a little different kind of segment. It's called the... Real tomato ketchup, baby? Oh, nothing but the best. God, I love that. Cousin Eddie. Oh, do you, do you want me to believe this? Uh, this is a, a ketchup segment. Uh, Ken, Ken just goes for a quiet mic. Um, we are going to kind of throw it round robin about some things that aren't uh, football review or preview. So, uh, Kent, we had a major commitment for the football team of the 2021 class. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I'm not a recruiting guy. You are. Oh, I'm the recruiting guy? You are. Oh, uh, yeah. Chase Hatley from right here in Cary, North Carolina. Very nice. Yeah. Um, he's actually a four-star by 247. Um 22 rank 247 has him as the 22nd ranked safety in the country and the 19th plus player in the state so it's a big pickup um actually moves state's recruiting class in the 247 team rankings to fifth in our conference which is an absolute an absolute miracle considering we won three games last year yeah i was gonna say that should be our ceiling with winning three games yeah i mean i it's it's quite impressive what they've been able to do on the recruiting trail um you know Especially with the way the season turned out last year and the staff turnover that we had, I mean, we hit on that I, I think in week one. But the the job that the staff has actually done with recruiting um, has been pretty impressive. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, that's the only recruiting news you have for us. That was the only big news of the week. Breaking news. I mean, I think we had a basketball recruit uh, by the name of Breon Pass. A week or two ago, as well. We did not speak of the Breon. Um, he he uh, he was he's an interesting scenario because he also had an offer from the football team, but apparently he is just going to focus on basketball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think he's a three-star kid uh, out of North Carolina as well. So I mean, looking forward to that as well. Yeah, Keith's doing a thing on the on the trail for sure as well. Um, you been watching any NFL football? You got any NFL hot takes for us at all? Um, not really. I've been gotcha because I knew you were a big Cam fan, and I figured you transferred your love over to the Patriots. I don't know if you're worried about his COVID nineteen diagnosis. Yeah, it. I mean, I I paid attention to it on Sunday. Um, I did watch one game or listen to a little bit of the Panthers game, but are you back on the Panthers? I listen to ninety nine nine whenever I'm in my car on Sundays because they have football on all day. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Panthers surprising wins. I I thought Teddy B was going to be a, a, a terrible fit for this team, and especially with Christian McCaffrey out. We're not a NFL podcast. I know you don't want our takes on that, but I, I will say that Russ Wilson, who uh, a Wolf Badger, is that what he calls himself? Yeah, who cares? Um, has been straight up cooking though. Yeah, he's been playing pretty he's well. M- MVP level. Phil's doing okay with the Colts. You know, I uh, I watched some of his. I was watching Red Zone. On Sunday, and uh, you know it, it's, it's going to show him in the red zone. I don't know if you guys have heard of that channel, but uh, he uh, he had a couple couple times where he got in trouble where they were bringing pressure, and he was trying to get mobile and run away and maybe create some yardage with his feet. And he looks like he runs a nine second forty. Like I look, I get it. He's got seventeen kids. But man, he is—he is not a mobile guy. He has never really been with him. But man, at, at his age, man, I—he can still throw the football. But God, watching him run is painful to watch, to say the least. But uh, other than that, uh, baseball is going on. We got baseball playoffs. Uh, you know, everybody knows when baseball playoffs start. Uh, not regular season at all. I become a Dodgers fan. I do have a Dodgers hat. Uh, not to brag, I've had—I've owned two in my life. But um, uh, congratulations! And, yeah, no big deal. And uh, Kenny, you are uh, you are from a, a day one, from what I can remember, knowing you from probably almost day one, a, a, a Bravos fan. Have you been watching any baseball at all, or your life is taking up time? Which I no, the Braves game has been on at like two o'clock, so uh, they're on in the background. They're right perfect. on Acuna is 
Dude, he had a bad game today. Uh, oh, I mean, he did? Did they win today? Yeah, they won two to nothing. He struck out three. To, I know he struck out the first three at bats, and then I didn't watch the ending of it because I had to go pick up the girls. But, um, <laughs> dude was a stud yesterday. Yeah, are, are they doing like back to back to back? Are they doing no breaks for the game? Well, they're not. They're not traveling, so I'm not sure if they're playing. They played day uh, game one and game two yesterday. Um, I don't know if game three is tomorrow or if it's on uh, Saturday or Friday. Yeah, sure. I know. So my Dodgers won last night. They start. I think they start uh, Kershaw tonight. I think it's like a nine. Oh, it's about to start in like four minutes. But um, against the Padres, so yeah. I mean, I'm hoping for uh, maybe a Dodgers and Braves NLCS. That'd be fun, man. That'd be fun. Um, the, uh, the Braves have looked pretty strong in the playoffs thus far. They have not given up a run in three games, and <laughs> they are, like, hitting bombs. So, I mean, but you got to think having Tom Glavin, Greg Maddox, and John Smoltz is, like, a huge advantage during the playoffs, though. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean... Um, in 1995. Yeah, it doesn't really work out that well, but... <laughs> No, they got a ring. That would matter. They got, they got, they got in '96, and they got a ring. Yeah, I think when they beat the Indians. Yeah, yeah but yeah, like, yeah. how did having that? How do you have that pitching staff and David Justice and never win, never win a ring? They know. wouldn't have won, but I don't know if Justice was. They there ran into like one of the like part of it. They ran into the like the Minnesota Twins. The Kirby Puckett years? The Kirby Puckett years. Jack Morris, Game 7 versus Smoltz, which was just... Was it Game 6 or 7? I can't remember. It was just a fantastic game. <laughs> um, and then you ran into Toronto with Joe Carter, and then you ran into like... Did Joe Carter hit the walk-off yeah. against them? Uh-huh. Oh, God. I don't well, want to no, be a no, was against. I think he hit that against the Phillies now that I'm thinking about it. Also, oh, okay. uh, Mitch Williams. But then you, you kind of got the start end of like the Yankees dynasty of... That's true. That started in like ninety eight ish. So yeah. yeah. No, I, I I get it. But but yeah, we're uh we're hoping for a Dodgers and Braves NLCS. We'll have a we'll have some kind of bet that we'll we'll do if that if that comes to fruition. So last thing I want to talk about is um did you see Rick Moranis got sucker punched? No, uh Do you know who Rick Moranis is? Did he shrink the people's children? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I would actually sucker punch someone for shrinking my kids. But uh, I'm going to show you the video really quick. It's uh, it's very grainy. And Why would he get sucker punched? Uh, yeah, that's, that's a great question. So he's the blurred figure in this video. And the guy just kind of walks away. Well, that's just crazy. Did yeah. they know it was Rick Moranis? Um, see, that's my question. Thank you for expanding on this with me. Because... I, why would you want to like punch Rick Moranis in the face or even he maybe they thought the, he ruined Ghostbusters. Um, was he in only was he only in two? I think so. Okay. Well, he was the gatekeeper. I'm the gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Honey and Shrunk the Kids was okay. Me, I'm a bigger fan of Honey. I blew up the kid. Have you seen that one? Nah. Is it oh. still got Rick Moranis in it? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, you know my favorite Rick Moranis movie. This should have been the six pack. Um, Little Giants. Uh, oh yeah, Icebox, Little Giants. Uh, even better, Little Shop of Horrors. You ever seen that? I have not. So he's got a he's got a shop where these like Venus flytraps are living, like actual. That, when he in space, he was Spaceballs too. Uh, right? Spaceballs is probably the best. If yeah, I'm being honest. Like space, Spaceballs is his best role. But uh, no, you've never seen Honey. I blew up the kid. I have Your never kids seen would that. love that. I have to. I have to get Parker on it. Yeah, he has uh, that same machine that he has to shrink the kids. He reverses it, and he makes his probably three-year-old about the like the size. Like he goes walking down the Vegas Strip, and he's taller than the Vegas casinos. Hmm. You've never seen that? Nah, dude. Like, it was out when we were kids. I don't remember it. But, yeah, don't sucker punch Rick Moranis, man. Nah, that's he, terrible. He, he seems like a very, very good guy. And uh, I mean, he's like, how old? He's 67 years old. No 67-year-old man should ever be sucker-punched. Anyway. Maybe he just... It's got to be the Ghostbusters thing. He didn't ruin Ghostbusters too. but anyway. We got a couple voicemails. Thank you guys for reaching out on voicemails. We sent out a, uh, a request for voicemails, and they got really shitty social engagement, so thanks. But thanks we did for, get two. We did get two. Do you want me to play them? Uh, yep, so we're going to play the first one. Who's the first one? Uh, Brandon. Brandon Crockett. Shouts to you, send us voicemail, and uh, hopefully it's not Rick Moranis related. So, go ahead. 
guys. This is actually a question around the running game. Uh, they weren't particularly good last week, but I did see a tweet during the game that caught my eye from former Wolfpack great Matt Days, uh, where he tweeted, At Pack Football, Bam should be the only running back playing right now. So that leads for me to question, uh, should Bam Knight be getting more carries for this team? I mean, I get the benefits of our trio of person, Houston and Bam, but in my opinion, he's our most talented runner and should be toting the rock more. And, and honestly, I think the more we get him in, he can open up things more for, for the God. What are your thoughts? Uh, P.S. Uh, Kent, I would appreciate any tips on how to care for twins. Thanks. Oh, dear. That is a, that's a good voicemail. You kept it tight. Thank you. And uh, you incorporated some life advice, which we greatly appreciate. We don't want it all be about sports because sports are boring once you've just beat it on the head for so long. <laughs> so, um, as yeah, far as the, the football thing, yeah, I'll, let, I'll let Kent get into the, the twin thing because I the only twins I'll ever have is Coors Light. You know what I'm saying? Twins. <laughs> okay. You're an idiot. <laughs> um, so, as far as football, um, hey – you know, I, I can't ride with that because, you know me, I, I'm a Houston stan, and I want him to have all the carriers. But, well, but, I think that but realistically, you really need to rethink realistically, that I like Houston as a third down back. I understand why he doesn't get as many carries as, as, as person and Bam, but I, I, I kind of agree with you. I, I, think, I think Bam's a, a more explosive option. I definitely agree that Bam is the more explosive option. He has a higher ceiling, but I I would say he has a lower floor. Yeah. I think, I, I mean, it's hard not to agree because, I mean, you're looking at the stats for the pit game. Um, oh, you can look that up? Basically, Person out-touched him. I mean, he doubled up his touches. Um, what was yards per carry, though? Uh, yards per carry for Person, 2.8 in 14 carries. Uh, yards per carry for Knight was 4.1 in his seven carries. Um, ultimately, neither one of them had the greatest game in the world. No. Um, but, I mean, I think with, with our running back situation between the two of those guys, not including Jordan Houston, you've got to ride with a hot hand. And, like, the game one, both of them ran for, like, 98, 99 yards. Right. Um, game two, I think actually uh, with Virginia Tech, Donovan Knight had the better game. He did. Um, so I just think it's going to have to be based on the strengths and uh, how they're playing that day, how the defense is playing. Because I think Bam's the guy that's going to get uh, – if he gets in space, he's gone. Yeah, and I think Bam he, is is the guy – and I'll say this about Houston as well, but like we said, Houston's not going to get the, the bulk of the carries, is that he's going to rip off a 54-yard run and – Person's gonna get in that three yards you need though. So if it's if it's third and three, and for some reason Tim Beck calls a run on that play, he's probably calling it a person. And uh, it, honestly, he's probably getting him because he's he's very beastly. I mean, I, I don't I don't see a lot of flaws with these running backs. I mean, they they all block well. I don't, I don't see any any issues with that. I don't think they're not getting any kind of burned there. But I think he has kind of a an embarrassment of riches here. I mean, for NC State wise, I mean, there's. Other programs with way better running backs in two to three deep in the country, but I mean, for us to have this level of depth with our running backs is is a one hundred percent a blessing. Well, I mean, Ricky Person was the second highest rated running back in the country. I know these these <laughs> things are not unknowns for me. I mean, like Are you sit on your fucking Yeti? <laughs> I'm glad that I'm going to start doing this every week if it's going to annoy you so bad. Um, to the twins, so. I'm going to just go ahead and I'm assuming congratulations are in order. Um, like, dude, like Crockett, they're due any day. Like, they they could be actually be born as we're recording this podcast. So um, Here's my advice. Good luck. Dude, he's looking for actual advice. He's looking for, it's the exact same scenario, not scenario, that you're in. Had a little one and then. I'm had just telling you, good luck. No, no other advice. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, honestly, you're going to find that I would say that dealing with the twins is easier than dealing with the first because essentially they entertain themselves. Okay. So, like, they put them, like, especially once they're, they're 18 months now. Right. So they put each other to sleep. 
Yeah. So like we don't have to. That's we, very cool. We bro. just go put them in a room and they, that's love. They chit chat. That's, that's very very cool. All that kind of stuff until they're ready to go to sleep. So that's really cool. Challenges are when one wakes up. Usually the second one wakes up. <laughs> um, and then like so you got to kind of like tag team that. Um, or the whole house will be up and then you'll have to deal with a really, a really fun thing. But no, I mean, they, the girls have been, our twins have been really fun. They've, they're awesome. And, um, it's just different. You're going to be, uh, you're going to have your hands full. The oldest one always gives us the, the biggest challenge to be quite <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> and I would imagine that that's going to be something for you too. I'm not sure how, how much, uh, of an age gap there is, but there's going to be some atti- attention seeking behavior from the older one. Yeah, I mean, I have that in this house with getting a dog. Like, I'm not, I'm also, I'm, I'm now second place in this house, so I can't compare it to a kid, but I, I can say that, yeah, I, I, uh, Crockett, um, good luck, brother, just like you said. So, uh, we got one more voicemail from frequent voicemailer Austin. Yeah, let me, let me get that queued up real fast. Um, Austin, uh, hopefully, let's, oh, he, he texted me that he kept it under two minutes, so that's good. <laughs> we gotta keep it tight. Keep it tactical. Good morning. Happy hump day. Really excited that we were able to beat Pittsburgh. Devin Leary transformed into a flaming phoenix and leader of the pack. I was really excited to see that. Um, this hump day. Virginia is going to be a tough test. This, this week's really about how well. Are we going to respond after having a good win? Historically, we shit the bed after those. Um, example, beating Wake and getting floored by Virginia Tech. But I hope that Bronco Mendenhall and the Cavalier Wahoos from that Democratic state to the north of us, I hope that they feel pain. I hope they feel pain similar to the pain I felt last night. I cooked dinner and green peppers were incorporated in that, and I got some on my face. Then I thought it'd be a good idea to take out my contacts, but that's a big no-no. I used to think getting sucker punched in the gonads was the most painful thing that could ever happen to you. I was wrong. Getting green peppers in your eyes is the single most painful thing I've ever experienced in my life. That's the kind of pain I hope that UVA experiences. Will, as far as the wedding goes, have not yet made a guest list, but I will do my best to incorporate you in there. I got a lot of family, but um, so we're going to work on that. Um, score protection is going to be State 27, UVA 23. Uh, don't like that pick, but that's what I'm going with. Y'all have a great weekend. Wow, 27-23. Austin, I love you, man. <laughs> um, you don't really, Austin, you really don't have to, um, don't feel obligated to if I will to your way. No, actually, shut up, Kent. <laughs> Throw me an invitation and I do need a plus one. I'm not going solo dolo. Um, yeah, so, so work on that and I greatly appreciate you considering me. You know, you probably have an uncle or an aunt that you it's, that they're probably not as important to you as you think they are. Uh, and so just just cross them out. Just take a little take a little pen, not a pencil, and just go and just give them a little crossy cross off the guest list because I deserve to be there. But um yeah, great voicemail. We we always love uh, having you on. It's, you had a twenty seven twenty three prediction. And um, yeah, green peppers. I've never heard of the uh, the pain there. Well, I'm I was, assuming I thinking, he's probably talking about like a jalapeno. I was, I was I was thinking you're thinking about a jalapeno, but I'm, I mean, I, I guess maybe a green pepper would also hurt you. you got to do, you got to do, you got to glove up. Yeah, you got to glove up. I think got that's to. the thing too. Is that um, that's like when you you watch like the Hot Ones show on YouTube. Nah. Okay, I'll, I'll talk to you about that later. But yeah, that's the thing where they're eating all these insanely hot sauces and uh, you're like, you start to like cry because it's so hot and you want to touch your eyes or wipe your, wipe away your tears. It's just the worst fucking idea ever. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping you're talking about jalapenos. I, can green peppers? Like yeah, actual yeah. green peppers? Maybe like a green chili or something. Yeah, yeah. maybe a green chili. But yeah, yeah I mean, it, it sounds painful as hell and uh, I'm glad you're better. Maybe pour milk on your eyes next time to uh, remedy that. But yeah, 
So speaking of, speaking yeah. of that, we are um, playing football on Saturday. Yeah, Nooner again, right? Yes, uh, great. Uh, another Nooner. Nine and a half point underdog to the one and one UVA Cavaliers. And they have, they have beat Duke, who is god awful this year. They beat Duke in that seven turnover performance. And lost to Clemson, uh, but did give them, you know, a little bit of a fight. They played Clemson pretty well in the first half, for sure. Yeah, in the first half. Yeah. So, Kent, tell me about Virginia. You know me. Um, you this pod, the, of this podcast, you know, I I, uh, I tend to not know about things. So, tell me about things. Well, I mean, you still thought, I think, when we did the predictions the other day that Bryce Perkins was the quarterback. But. Yeah, thought Bryce Perkins was still there. I thought he was a senior, but, you know, man, let's, let's not He's not there that. anymore. Let's but, not mention that. He did um, not get drafted. I know that. They have a sophomore quarterback by the name of Brennan Armstrong. That is a very frat name. Brennan. Yeah. I can see that. So is what was our safety's recruit's name? Chase uh, Hatley. Yeah, yeah, Chase Hatley is going to be in a frat at NC State. I can one hundred percent guarantee that. What's up, Chase? <laughs> you got a bid for me? Anyway, go ahead. Um, so Brennan uh, actually scares me quite a bit, to be honest with you. Dude um, can run the football. Ooh, I don't like that. I mean, he ran the ball 22 times against Clemson. I very much don't like that after seeing what Pickett did to us. Yes. Um, and not only did he – I mean, he, he almost rushed for 90 yards against Clemson. I also don't like that. Tell me something I do like about facing Virginia. Uh, Brennan Armstrong also seems to like to throw the ball to the other team. I, I like that other than the fact that we general, generally don't create turnovers. So he's throwing two picks a game. Through uh through the first two weeks. Okay. Um, I don't think their defense is very good. Okay. Um, as bad as uh. How much? Did, how many did points did Duke score against them? Duke scored twenty, but they turned the ball over seven times. Yeah, you got to think they would score more than twenty. They turned the ball over seven times, Will. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if they had not had seven turnovers, do you think they would? Oh yeah, thirty four. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, what's their quarterback's name? The guy from uh, Clemson, Bryce or something. Jason? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That he bum. threw. He's a bum. Yeah, yeah I think he bum. threw four picks, and then they had another person throw a pick, and then they had two fumbles. It was terrible. Yeah, he's worse than Daniel Jones. Uh, yeah, he's pretty bad. And that's sad because he sucks. <laughs> I think we can move the football on him for sure. Um, I'm not really too afraid of them other than their quarterback situation. Okay. So it's going to be like whether or not our offense, I mean, if our defense shows up and can stop the run, uh, I think we're going to need a big game out of the linebackers. Okay. Um, and we seem, again, kind of research-free, uh, we, we seem to be pretty healthy going into this game. We haven't had any uh, compared. Life. I mean, we I mean, still we're compared still to last year, of course, but – we still we didn't have any life changing injuries on Saturday. We're still yeah we're still light in in the secondary. Yeah, um, of course. Until we get like Chris Ingram and if he's ever coming back. Yeah. Um, right. If we when we get Ingram and I I still never heard anything definitive on what happened to Khalid Martin in, in Virginia Tech and then Ashford didn't play. Um, I would assume that I can't remember like how the rules work with Pierre Lewis's ejection. I don't know if he has to sit the first half. Of the game or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know because they, if they kick his ass out on that game, which was in the first half, you think? I mean, I would, I would think. Hey, I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, so I I, it's it's different. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that could that, especially that with would like be a COVID. Challenge. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never know too because like Baker Williams didn't. I mean, yeah. we need. Hopefully, he'll be back, but I can't imagine that he's gone through enough time to to be able to play this week. Yeah, I think the final, and this is completely bullshitting making it up i think the final report i mean obviously there's one on saturday but it isn't there one released on like thursday as well about as, as far as the depth chart and all that uh they put the depth chart out early in the week and i can't oh, okay. remember if he was on there or not gotcha they did have um devin leary listed as starter though wow <laughs> so it's not a coin flip this week it's great yeah oh that was like the shock of the century i know <laughs> The God? Yeah, he's he's the starting quarterback now officially. Um, so what are you what are you thinking about the game? Are you feeling good, feeling bad? What are you thinking? I'm feeling like I feel about every NC State game. It's uh 
it's 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 muddled. It's uh, I'm gonna be nervous as hell to cut it on at noon. Uh, I think we're gonna work some overtime on Saturday, and I can distract myself with actually working. And the TV will be on, but the volume will be down, and we'll go from there. But you know what? I, I don't know enough about Virginia. I haven't watched them play at all this year. Um, you know, me thinking they still have Bryce Perkins, I was kind of worried. But now it seems like they have a better Bryce Perkins. So <laughs> That's only a sophomore. It's only a sophomore. So, um, I don't know. I am going to go. If you're asking for my score prediction, um, now that we have DeGaud, and um, we're so excited, like Jesse Spano. You know what? I'll be optimistic this week, and this is not me normally, but I'll go and venture to say 28-17 to 17 Wolfpack. If you think our defense is going to hold Virginia to 17 points, you've lost your mind. I have not seen them play yet. <laughs> <laughs> All you told me is that the the quarterback can can rush the football. He can throw it too. I think I, I think it's going to be more of a high scoring affair. That so you're thinking like a in the 30s game for both teams. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think you're going to see like a 34, 31 type game. Maybe we see some more late game heroics from the defense this time. Okay. Um, they make a crucial stop for us to win 34, 31. I like it. Yeah. Again, I need more. Uh, I need to do more research about our teams that we're actually playing. But yeah, I think Virginia's going to be a lot tougher than we give them credit. I mean, they're a nine and a half point favorite for a reason. Will yeah, I understand that. And I understand what Vegas says, but yeah, they also show yeah. you know, But I mean, also you also have like uh, Virginia's coming off the Clemson game, and like teams are historically awful coming off yeah. coming off the Clemson game. So hopefully that'll that'll help us out maybe. So both our predictions are going to be wrong. Who cares? Let's just fucking win the game. Um, can we get to a little bit of Virginia? We haven't done this this season, and we, we it was kind of a staple uh, the last couple of years. Is that what about some Virginia alumni? Were you that drunk at the last taping of this podcast and not realize we went through a couple of Pitt's shitty alumni? No, we went through Pitt's shitty alumni, but I want to tell you about the good alumni that UVA has. All right, go for it. Tina Fey. Who is she? Tina Fey. Yeah, I don't know. SNL, 30 Rock, plenty of movies. Like the girl from um, Parks and Recreation? No, that's Leslie That's Leslie Nope, a.k.a. don't know her real name. Um, you do not know Tina Fey. She's like hosted awards. Okay. Uh, Clarice Starling. Is that... Um... Clarice Starling. Was she on Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> Jodie Foster, right? Yes. She, uh, in the movie at least, went to UVA. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Um, Steve, Huff, Steve Huffman, co-founder of Reddit, went to UVA. Are you familiar with the website Reddit? Yeah, I don't really know much about it. I mean, I've been on it before, but I don't, I'm not like... What's your favorite subreddit? I don't know anything about what a subreddit is. Okay. Uh, Tom Shadgak. Who is that? He directed Bruce Almighty and Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. That's the one where he comes out of the... That's the second one. He did not do... No, wait. He did he Ace did. Ventura, Pet Detective. He did not do uh, When Nature Calls. They they apparently found a way worse director for <laughs> Nature Calls when he came out of the stomach of the rhinoceros? Was it a rhino? You really get pretty hammered while we do these episodes. I am not hammered. We talked about this last week. He came out of the what part of the rhino? The ass of the rhino. Okay, I was trying to get you to say ass. And finally, that's everybody. You got any other UVA alums? No, I didn't look up UVA alum. Virgil from WWF. I don't know who Virgil was either. The black, black guy who was with Million Dollar Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. He went to UVA. Huh. So, anyways, that's our alumni, and that's our prediction. Hopefully, it hopefully it's a good game. I mean, it's a, it's a yeah. nooner, and uh, yeah. I hope fans. Uh, I think though. I, I after I saw you had it in the note, I googled it, and it looks like they're allowed to have up to a thousand, but they're like friends and or family 
of players and coaches gotcha. and staff. And what's it next week's Duke game they've announced? I think four thousand for four thousand. Okay. Yeah, but a big chunk that sounds like it's going to students. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's the podcast, except for the fact we got everybody's favorite segment coming up. Kent, what is that? It's the six pack. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh six pack of Virginia things. So good or are, bad. We were playing Virginia, so we are super creative and we said let's just think about like we did last week, uh, about Virginia things and I'll start out. Kent, I know you're gonna say that this artist is on your all-time top ten list, and they are from Virginia. Oh, kids vibing! You don't even know. I don't know that I've hit this song. Try to catch you singing. Um, yeah, that I would say that's uh, they, they, you know what? I was gonna say they're the worst from Virginia, but they have a solid seven songs that I can maybe listen to when it's played at a gathering and not want to kill myself. That's great. I'm gonna start with the shit of Virginia, okay? <laughs> the shit of Virginia, yeah, and that is Williamsburg, Virginia. What's wrong with Williamsburg? Have you ever been on vacation in Williamsburg? I've, I would never take a vacation to Williamsburg. It's the worst. <laughs> because it's Because you just go in like old houses. Yeah, so you're just going to all colonial houses? Yeah, it's terrible. Why did you go on a vacation? I don't know. It's trash. Did they at least have like maybe good food? Or they have like a Yeti cup with a bendy straw that you could sip a drink out of? I don't know. I was young. I didn't drink back in those days. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, I wanted to drink after going to those shitty little <laughs> houses. So we, Williams, you just completely shut down the city of Williamsburg yeah. for this podcast. Yeah, I would not ever go there on vacation. Gotcha. Um, or like a weekend trip or whatever. It's just, yeah. Yeah, it's just too much history for you, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Not into that. Um, I would say one of the best things from Virginia is definitely going to be a cartoon that I think we both grew up with. Hang on one moment here. So it's Doug. So the creator of Doug was born and raised in Virginia and the entire cartoon was based on his experiences growing up. So why did he have a blue friend? We'll never know. But why did he have a um, a green bully named Roger Klotz that was he grew up with? But uh, you know, I guess he just made it animated. And uh, one of my favorite cartoons growing up. I think you actually did. Didn't you? Dress I was Doug. I never dressed up as Doug. Oh, that would be pretty easy. Yeah, just the green vest, white tee, and some khaki shorts. Yeah. Um, I'll go from shit to good here, and I will go that um, a famous actor, and this is probably a bad one that I picked, but of all the famous actors from the state of Virginia, I chose Rob Lowe. That's literally (laughs) the greatest pick that I've ever heard. Yeah. Did you eat paint chips when you were a kid? (laughs) Why? (laughs) What's, what did he say to his his wife that he was pretending as mom? That, that he said it was his mother? He's like, oh, bad mommy or something like that. Yeah, why do you only know Rob Lowe from his Tommy Boy days? Tommy Boy and Parks and Recreation, he was really good in Parks and Recreation. Yeah, that was my literally yeah. joke. Uh, yeah, but Tommy Boy is probably one of my top ten comedies oh, of yeah. all time. So. so just to be able to throw Tommy Boy quotes in there, I picked Rob Lowe. Yeah, I agree. Um, from Virginia... Yeah. 
So this is the ultimate song to beat on the table at a cafeteria. Alright, so that's, so from Virginia, and I'm, and this will be my last one, you have Clips, you have the Neptunes, you have Missy Elliott, you have Timbaland, and you have Pharrell, who had a great career after the Neptunes, most people don't know who the Neptunes are, but uh, Pharrell did exist in a group and produced for plenty of plenty of songs before he was the guy that sang happy so uh that's that's my last <laughs> shout to virginia <laughs> um so i got one um i'm gonna go music as well and um this guy um he did big stuff in two bands yeah this is more than two bands, but yes, but like yeah, his main two bands. That's Dave Grohl. Yeah, he uh, he I, I I was gonna include him earlier. He Food did not in Nirvana, was not born and raised there, but he moved there when he was a freshman in high school and uh, was there since then. So yeah, uh, Foo Fighters Nirvana played with Queens of the Stone Age. Um, uh, Will's gonna go uh, rock history. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I can. He was in a, a brand, a band called uh, Drain Damage, which is like brain damage reversed. But yeah, um, freaking pioneer! Like he is one of the best musicians that's ever lived. Did you watch R.I.P. Um, Eddie Van Halen? By the way, yeah, I saw that. Did you Did you happen to catch um, Post Malone's Nirvana special? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You watched it, dude? Yeah, dude. That was, it was awesome. Amazing. He's just ripping Bud Lights and smoking heaters the entire time. But did you see who the drummer was? Yeah, it was uh, Travis Barker. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's awesome that you saw that. Yeah, I watched that entire thing one day. I think I was, like, on customer service calls and I didn't have anything to do. So, yeah, I watched that whole YouTube. But, yeah, go look at that if you if you like Nirvana at all. Type in Post Malone Nirvana and you'll have a good, what was it, like, about an hour? Yeah. It was, it was pretty like an hour, hour and a half yeah. that he did. So, uh, also, the Post Malone with Joe Rogan. Have you seen that? Nah. It's also amazing. About three hours that you're going to have to invest your time in. But they do, uh, they microdose mushrooms, <clears throat> smoke, and uh, drink a lot. It's, uh, it's it's pretty entertaining. But I think that's where we should probably wrap it up for the night. Hey, we got one more from the state of Virginia. So, what? let's not just hold up. Yeah, we got to hold up just one second. We got... Um, Wagon Wheel. I don't know if you heard of it from I've Old Crow Never, never heard of the song show. in my entire life. But here, here's a good clip of it. And we'll ride out on this. Yep. Sun City, Tennessee. I gotta get a move on before the sun. I hear my baby calling my name and I know that she's the only one. And if I die in Raleigh, at least I will die free. Good night, everybody. Good night. We love you. Hey. Spay and new to your pets.